Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Cause I won't use discretion when I'm talking about obsession. Cause this is what makes me me. And I'm glad that I called ya. I'm talking about nostalgia. And this is where I wanna be. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to another episode of the Gimme Podcast with your host and resident horse girl, Kathleen DeMarl. I am here on this cold day in Texas. I'm not in Texas, but Texas is on my mind because of all these poor people. Yeah, I do feel bad for Texas. I uh, wish Ted Cruz a very uh, parish. Um, I, I wish he was perishing and not like innocent people who don't have you know, uh, heat in their homes. Yeah. So on this week's episode of the podcast, we have my very funny, I think we can call each other friends, right? We're friends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Question. Well, because sometimes I call somebody a friend and they're like, I didn't know we were friends. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes, we're friends. We're okay. Friends, Thank you for confirming that. Uh, I should have asked that before the recording. Um, <laughs> We have on, uh, they have a show on 2MB Studios called Left Night, which is on Thursdays. You can find that on Twitch. Um, they're also going to be part of a podcast called Not Another White Man's Podcast. Oh, that that's already happening. That's already happening. Yeah, we it's have... on like Spotify and shit. It's oh, like, shit. it's a bunch of uh, non-men of color talking shit, but also oh, like analyzing no. the world, but we also make fun of shit. So you All should right. listen. We have Kendra Dossie on. Kendra, I'm so happy <laughs> to talk to you. Me too. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. How have you been doing? You just celebrated a birthday in quarantine, right? Yeah, it was uh, very lonely and not exciting at all. It was probably the least exciting birthday I have ever had. Did you do anything? Did you celebrate with your partner or like? Oh, I just, uh, I just ate or I mean, I eat every day. I I went to work. Wait, did you have like special food though? Or did you just have like your, you just had regular dinner? Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) That's so. There's like, there's like nothing to, I don't know. Like I, like I was born in February. There's so like not only is there a pandemic where like, you know, a lot of forms of entertainment are like done, but also like, if you go outside, it's cold, you know? So. Yeah. And Valentine's Day. Just, did you do anything for Valentine's Day? Yeah. I watched the Sex in the City movie and it was mediocre. Like The I, first one or the second one? The first one. <laughs> okay. The second one's much worse. So don't. I know, but like, I, I want to watch it because it's much worse. I want like, <laughs> I don't want like mediocre bad. I want like straight up, like driving off a cliff bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. I would <laughs> classify it as like, I watched it because I liked that show uh-huh. and I was like, Oh, they're just pandering. Like they are just, it's like not, not good. (laughs) But that's what I want to see. I want to see people who aren't my demographic getting pandered to. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) It actually makes sense though, because the people that produced Sex and the City um, also produced, I think somebody from that show is involved in Emily in Paris, which just makes so much sense. <laughs> that really does. Oh my because God. Emily in Paris is also a garbage show. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I saw clips of it and it's literally, it's just her getting into wacky adventures in Paris. And there's like no mention of like, you know, the like jeune veste right like you know protests it's just like oh Paris is so great and there's like two men who want to sleep with me even though I nothing's wrong yeah everything like I don't know about fashion but I'm in this job like let me choose this fancy suit for my box yeah yeah (laughs) uh I'm so sorry to hear that you didn't have a good birthday though that's such a drag it's a it's it's fine it's a is anyone having a good time right now like no, I mean, I'm going to leave the pandemic in a new decade of my life, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, the way it's looking, I too will probably leave the pandemic next year in a new decade of my life, so oh, you, you won't be alone. 
hopefully you aren't one of the many that is also like adopting children or like pregnant or as far as I know I'm not pregnant <laughs> I just there's too many friends of mine that I'm like oh my god somebody else is having a baby like I don't I feel like this is the year after I graduated all over again <laughs> I'm a it's also like wild that so many people had babies the year after you graduated from college I went to a Midwest school like people I, I, went to school for their MRS degree <laughs> I wait what is MRS I don't even know it's a joke it's it's a joke it's like oh well I went Uh, to school to be get an MRS just to like find a husband and there were people that I knew that were like oh I majored in hospitality just so I could like have an easy degree and find a husband wow well uh hopefully their husbands aren't annoying and they don't want to get a divorce right after the pandemic um well I brought you on the podcast to talk about your obsession which you said was animation yeah I kept it kind of vague to animation because like I because someone was on to talk about Invader Zim right I mean like Invader Zim well, is animated we can name who it was because we Corey, like, Corey Saunders, Saunders was on we don't have to keep it a secret we didn't we don't dislike Corey he's also one of our friends I think yeah Corey is a friend Corey yeah. you're our friend right yeah you're our friend Corey right except when you probably secretly text other people about us behind our backs <laughs> we're hilarious in our group chat I hope it's positive things oh my gosh um but I too was really into Invader Zim um but I was into animation in general by like when uh when we think like obsession like when Invader Zim came out, I chose my friends based on if they liked Invader Zim or not. Wait, okay. So <laughs> did you like watch Invader Zim and then become obsessed with it and then yeah. try to find friends based around that? Um, I watched Invader Zim and I became obsessed with it. And then like, I realized some of my friends didn't like Invader Zim that much. And I was like, oh, I don't know if we should really still be friends. I mean, I was in fourth grade. I don't speak okay. to like any of these people. Um, but I was that into Invader Zim where I'm like, oh, they don't want to talk about Invader Zim with me literally all the time. Like, why should we be friends? You're like, they're into cat dog. I can't be there. I also like cat dog though, but, but yes, because cat dog came out like two years earlier, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That was like a generation. And I've talked about this with Corey, but that was like a true generation of really great cartoons. I feel like in animation in general. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um and I could I could talk about this because I still like cartoons. But yeah, I feel like 90s Nickelodeon cartoons and like about 10 years ago Cartoon Network, like that was those are some like choice cartoons in those areas. Also yeah. like 90s Cartoon Network as well. Yeah. yeah. So what about Invader Zim did you like the most? Like why did you become obsessed the most with Invader Zim? I am not sure. I still don't understand to this. I mean, it's not, it's not like it's like bad. And I think like, I think it was in some ways kind of groundbreaking for children's animation. Cause like it was way more cynical than most yeah. shows geared towards like children of that age. And maybe like I was into that. Um, it was the peak of like that rant, like, oh, I'm so random XD humor. Uh, cause, oh, yeah. and I mean, I was, I was eight. So like, of course I was like, oh my God, they're so random. They're saying doom all the time. That's so funny. You know, like, <laughs> it's not like we have like a sophisticated sense of humor as a child. Um, I think I did. I, I like the art and I like, like, um, after I like started watching Invader Zim, I started doing like research on like the creator of Invader Zim, whose name is Jonan Vasquez. And he did a lot of comics before he started, before he like was uh, reached out to, to make a cartoon on Nickelodeon. Um, The comics were for adults. I don't know that like, there was one that was called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I don't know why they reached out to him, but like they did and he's doing great. uh, so I also like was trying to get my parents to buy me those comic books. They were sometimes found in Hot Topic. They were Hot Topic. That sounds very like Hot Topic or Newberry Comics kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I also went to, there was like some comic store I would go to, to get some other comics. Um, but yeah, my uh, parents were like, um, I feel like we should not let our 10 year old get 
Johnny the Homicidal Maniac comics, which was fair. Um, so they got me Squee, which is made by the same person, Joan and Vasquez, but it's not explicitly about a dude killing people. Um, What's that one about? So it's about this like young kid who like gets like suffers a lot of misadventures. So he like his parents get abducted by aliens at some point. He becomes best friends with like the devil's son and like the devil's son invites. I mean, it's supposed to be comedic and like silly. Yeah. But- yeah. I just, I just can't picture like a 10 year old, like if your parents knew the context of it, do you think they would have still bought it for you? Uh, I actually don't know. Cause I also, my parents like let me watch R rated films pretty like early on. Yeah. Uh, they didn't, they weren't really like strict with what I, the like media I consumed, which like, okay. I, if you know me in real life, you could tell me your own thoughts about how that worked out. Um, but um, I do remember they did say a hard no at Johnny the Homicidal Maniac until oh, I was yeah. like 11. Uh, oh, 11. I know, I know, right? Like until I was old enough. Um, but uh, but for the most part, they were like, yeah, I get like, yeah, whatever, watch this. Like we would watch like R-rated films together, which I guess like they're not as weird as they are now, like 20 years ago. But yeah, um, yeah. So um, were there other comics that this guy produced that you were into or? Yeah, um, there was, so Jonan Vasquez, there was actually like an interesting like little crew. There was a few other comic book creators who also worked on um, Invader Zim. One was Roman Dirge who wrote mm-hmm. Lenore, which okay. is, yeah, which was supposed to be like, I think it was called The Adventures of Cute Little Dead Girl. Like all of these comics had like a goth vibe, like yeah, you know, like mall goth. Like yeah, I'm gonna like wear my striped long sleeve shirt underneath a like black. Just t-shirt picturing those pants, feet. those big yes, pants, those tent pants. I yes. never had a pair of those tent pants, but like that sort of vibe. I was scared um, of people with tent pants as a kid. <laughs> you you had no reason to fear them. In fact, if like you taunted them and they try to run after you, they probably would have tripped on their pants. And they probably would have like taken me under their wing. Like they probably would have also been weird like me. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, well maybe, do you think you would have still been a horse girl if you were friends with someone with big pants? I don't know. I don't know, that's a big debate. Although I was an under the stairs kid in high school. And I think like in our high school, there was like a big write-up about under the stairs kids and it was what's that that sounds like a harry potter like trapped in a freaking basement so the high school i went to had a bunch of like carpeted areas under the stairs that were meant to be kind of like hangout spots but Mm -hmm. what ended up happening is it just allowed like these cliques of really weird people to kind of like form i guess and Mm -hmm. um i was just friends with like a lot of people that were like you know, drug users. Oh, oh my God. Wait, dr- okay. When you say drug users, do you mean like meth or like they smoked weed? I mean, like I witnessed a kid selling his Adderall publicly in oh. front of a headmaster and then he got arrested and I almost had to be a witness. Did you, were you friends with this kid? I was friends with his girlfriend. Okay. But also why sell it in front of a headmaster because he was that stupid he was like he thought he was being slick and I was like everybody around you knows what you're doing yeah you gotta do anyway um that's what you were talking about yeah um yeah I I don't think I knew anyone cool enough to or not cool enough but I don't think I knew anyone who sold Adderall unless they just didn't tell me which is also fair. Well, I, was I mean, like, nerd. you don't want to know those people. They're not good people at yeah, that yeah, age. I get, I get that. <laughs> Sell Maybe now you need the hookup, but not back then. Listen, I'm just kidding. What- I'm kidding. I- what people should do is sell Adderall legally, just work for a huge pharma company. Yeah, just be a pharmacist. Um, and like extort the market and just pump ads full of the next new stimulant to young children that's the only ethical way to sell Adderall obviously absolutely get everybody diagnosed with ADD sell them all meds that's perfect yeah that's it I think we went on a tangent there but that's fine (laughs) I think we left off at uh at uh parachute pants oh yes the hot topic parachute yeah um yeah so yeah the comic books 
that were probably found in hot topics across the nation. Um, so a few of them, a few, a few people who also wrote on Invader Zim were Roman Dirge, who wrote a comic called Lenore. Um, I think it was like Ricky Stevens was the voice of Gurr and he did some like anime, he, he like wrote an episode and did some animation stuff. He was Jonan Vasquez's coloring artist for um, a Jonan Vasquez comic called I Feel Sick, which was like a two-parter. Um, uh, who else worked on the show? Frank Conniff, who used to be on Mystery Science Year 3000, which was- Oh, that's interesting. Later, another obsession of mine where that was like when I was in middle school mystery science Theater 3000 was my show where I was like oh this person doesn't like this show I wonder if we should be friends so I this is a trend in wow um so that that was like a pretty cool that was like an accidental crossover I didn't know that when I was younger um and who else wrote for I think that's like most of the connections I don't think there were any but like Jonan Vasquez and Ricky Stevens and Roman Dirge all worked on, or all like were part of this like comic, whatever called Slave Labor Graphics or like comic book company. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. So I started getting a lot of comic books from them too. And I think they're still in business. Um, But yeah, I like, like, I would like, do research online and be like, oh, this is a cool comic. I should get this. Yeah. Um, oh, I think one was also like Milk and Cheese, which they did make. I don't know if that was Slave Labor Graphics actually, but they did make a cartoon out of, or like they tried to make a cartoon. I don't know, out of that. Um, but yeah. Um, so was so, Invader uh, Zim inspired by any of those comics or does that was that like an entirely different concept? It was like mostly different. I mean, there was like a few alien motifs in some of the Jonan Vasquez comics, but like it was a new concept. Yeah. Um, of like, yeah, like a alien trying to invade Earth but being too stupid. That that was that was new. They have comics of invaderism now, which I've like actually considered getting because like why not? Why like not? Why, an extension why not? of how things ended or um kind of like new stories I think I mean like the show didn't really have an end because it was just like just canceled and they were like oh okay yeah wasn't it kind of like was was Invader Zim short-lived yeah um it was short-lived um I mean like a lot of cartoons are but like um how what was the original run the original run wasn't that much I feel like it was canceled by the time I was in fifth or sixth grade or like officially yeah pulled out um but obviously it became a cult classic and people still wear like gur sweatshirts and shit or I don't know if they still do but they did um and uh I think like I was reading about a few of the people who worked on the show like the voice actors and all of there were only two seasons Yes. Yeah. It wasn't that many of I think it was. That's so depressing. I know. Um, but they have the move, the movie came out last year and I watched it. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. They do have a comic book series. And then, uh, the movie on Netflix came out in 2019. That's what happened. Um, Hold on. I I have to tell you a fun fact that I'm just seeing on Google about Invader Zim. Yeah. Can you guess their um their core demographic age? Oh, it was like teens. Two to eleven. Two to eleven? Yeah. What to, what parent is gonna put their two year old in front of Invader Zim? Yeah. No. It was. I think after a while they were like, oh, we should have, we should have had marketed should have been like this preteens. to teens. Yeah, because teens like if you're an angsty preteen, you're gonna like invaders and more than a two. I don't know why a two year old was like very it. weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So well. Yeah. There's just there's a lot of like. Yeah. They didn't have great ratings. I think a few people of. Um, I mean, it was uh, Emmy. It was an Emmy award winning show, which is a, so strange that it was so short lived. Yeah. But I guess it could be like well produced, and they just don't get the. Um, attraction from the demographic yeah um it and like it became a cult classic like yeah word so um but like I think one person liking it so like invaderism came out I think uh like a few months before 9-11 and oh. a few people were like oh 
like after 9-11, people probably didn't want dark content, but like they had been working on the show, you know, like years before. Yeah. Animation stuff, like the length of a project for animation is, is, can be a lot longer than you would think it is. It's It's like literally years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so that's interesting. I wonder if there is correlation between 9-11 and Invader Zim. I, I think like people were like, oh, the show's too dark because there was a huge national tragedy. Um, yeah, yeah. But people like it now. I mean, I, I definitely, you know, like I've asked people like, were you a Zim kid or a Fairly Odd Parents kid? And Fairly, fairly Odd Parents kids were normies, okay? Um, I'm so sorry, but I was a Fairly Odd Parents <laughs> kid. Yeah, you were a normie. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like my go-to, but if it was on, I watched it. And yeah, you're right, I was. That's how, that's how everyone likes Fairly. Like, I'm like, oh, if it's on, I'll watch it. But I like, don't go out of my way. You yeah, know? yeah. yeah. Um, that's so strange. <laughs> but you're right. Those two shows were like around the same time and felt like they, not that they were competing with each other, but like you had your preferences on certain networks. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, it, it, there were definitely, and like a few people who worked on Invaders and I think later did other um, other projects, like um, the person who does the voice for Zim also did the voice of Billy in Billy and Ban- Mandy. His name is Richard Horvitz. Yeah, there, there was like, and like Jonan Vasquez has like continued having a pretty successful career even outside of you know, Invaders Zim, I think he like has directed a few things. I think he, he's done like a good amount of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was a like jumping off point. Um, so and- I have to know, did you get in and did you actually like end any friendships over Invaders Zim? I don't remember ending any friendships, but I think I, in, I reallocated my investment. Oh, so you like focus more heavily on your friends that also liked Invader Zim. But also like I had, I had like two friends. It's not like I. <laughs> oh, like you weren't rolling deep in friends and you didn't just cut like 10 people out. No, I was, I was a weird girl in fourth grade. Okay. Uh, and I didn't have that many friends. So it was like, one of my friends was like, oh, I didn't think that line in Invader Zim was that funny. So then I would just talk to my other friends. Like it wasn't like. <laughs> It wasn't like I like cut off people. It is so funny to me because the only comparison I have to this, that a thing that I was obsessed with that I like ended a friendship over kind of was Twilight. (laughs) Twilight? Wait, also, was this in high school? Yeah. You ended a friendship over Twilight? Well, like kind of. So I was obsessed with Twilight I was a twi hard like I went to (laughs) yes I went to like midnight showings I almost got a tattoo related to twilight at one point in my life like when I was in high school I wanted to get a tattoo on my ankle that said be safe which is something that Edward said to Bella that's so tacky (laughs) I would never actually do that now um and there was a girl this is gonna make me sound like such a horse girl on my equestrian team Mm -hmm. who didn't like twilight so she would troll me about it and she bought a shirt that said team jacob and she like wore it to our lessons and i was like you were team edward yeah i was like i was like i can't i can't be friends with this person like she's (laughs) team jacob like what so one day i knew she was gonna wear the shirt because she was trolling me so i wore my team edward shirt (laughs) And then did you fist fight her in the in the parking I lot? I mean, there were words. And she was like, Twilight people are so annoying. And I and then she ended up being a go-go dancer. And I was like, you also have an annoying personality. <laughs> also, like, high school girls are supposed to be annoying. Let the high school girls, like, Twilight, it was, like, some wholesome Mormon content for, like, you know, high school. High school girls need a way to, like, express that they're horny without being without saying it out loud yeah and twilight was that like i i read the first book and i was like this isn't you know my favorite but like it was like emotional which is like you know what yeah girls are into and i i watched the movies only because one of my friends from high school had a huge crush on Kristen Stewart like I don't think I don't think she read the books she was just like oh Kristen Stewart's hot so we all watch we have, it. you have to go and watch this movie now yeah um 
Okay, back to your topic though, Invader Zim. Did you have any Invader Zim like merch? Like, did you have yeah. any like what kind of stuff did you have? Um, my I remember in like fifth grade, my dad for like my birthday or Christmas or like as some present around like some big you know holiday, he got me two Invader Zim shirts. Okay. Um, I forgot exactly what they looked like. There was one where there was just like the little Urkin symbol, which is like the fake alien race in Invader Zim. There was the Urkin symbol on front. And then I think like Zim on his house with like a like deep pink background on the back. Oh. Um, and then there was one that I liked less. So I wore it less often, but I remember the one I mentioned was my favorite. Um, did you, wear, you wore it a lot. I probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then, when I was in eighth grade, my dad got me the DVD box set of oh. Invaders Zim because that's when the DVDs came out and yeah. they came out in like a like cardboard replica of Zim's like janky house. Ooh. Um, so I had that. And then I think, I think there was a, there was like a comic, um, a comic strip that was like printed out in some like magazine. And I got that magazine and I kept that, like, I didn't, want the magazine for you just wanted the strip yeah Yeah. so I like kept it just for that strip um it wasn't strip isn't the right word it was like a few pages of comics yeah um but I kept it for that but that was like most of my zim merch I would not debase myself to get a zim funko pop no offense well okay (laughs) funko pops that's like a whole other polarizing topic I I don't get it like I I don't I I just don't feels like beanie babies kind of like yeah it's people collect them and they like leave them in the boxes like they think they're gonna like hold value but it just it's not people my thing. invest in funko pops like they're stocks it's like no getting a beanie baby is not gonna like pay for your child's education in the yeah future. no if i got a funko pop ever <laughs> if like i had a significant other and they got me a funko pop i'd be like bye <laughs> relationship over oh I'm carrying your child bye (laughs) like oh we're we're engaged to be wed tomorrow I'm gonna have to call it off you got in in our wedding gift to me is that you got me a Funko Pop pass that's so and also they all like look the same I yeah I'm not for it I would not get a Zim Funko Pop I also I don't I don't like things that like you're supposed to just keep in the box and not use. And I remember my grandmother got me this fancy ass Barbie doll when I was like seven years old for Christmas. And my mom was like, Kendra, you should probably keep that in the box. And I was like, why would you keep a doll in the box? They're supposed to be played with. So I like ripped it out and I like fucked it up and I probably lost money by doing that. But I was seven years old. You're seven. Like like, that's- You want to play with the Barbie. Yeah. I mean, um, Laura Severs was on a while ago and she collects Barbies and she would probably have told you not to open the box, but like, I, I get that. Like I had, I collected dolls as a kid, not because I wanted to, it was just a thing that was gifted to me frequently. And one time I did go up on a shelf and I took one down and I played with it. My mom was like, these are not meant for being played with. Like these are collectibles, but they're dolls. I know they're dolls. The purpose of a doll is to play with it. If you want a a collectible, fancy silicone body, then like call it something else. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. I, I feel like that's a reasonable amount of stuff that you had though. Like it's like, yeah. And I would never judge you for having Funko Pops. Like I just would yes, secretly you would. judge and That's you. okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I have a friend who collects rubber duckies in her car and I'm like, it's weird, but I'm, it's your thing. You know, that's yeah. how I would feel about people with Funko Pops. I bet you, I just lost a third of my subscriber. <laughs> Sorry for our anti Funko Pop propaganda. <laughs> oh God. Oh, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't have that much. Um, I did buy all the comics though. And I yeah. bought like the collector's edition. So once I was old enough to get Johnny the Homicidal Maniac comics, I bought all the, there were seven issues of that. So I bought all of those. And then I bought the like collector's edition where it put all of those comics together and it had a few like new things. Yeah. Um, I would like print out like screenshots of the comic or not, I guess screenshots is the right word. Like people would like scan parts of the comic. So I would like print it out and like oh. put it place it. Like, okay. yeah, it was, 
I was such a nerd. Um, uh, but like you, I mean, it sounds like Invader Zim spurred you to like more of Jonah. His name is Jonan Vasquez. Yeah. Yeah. So, and do you still follow any of the stuff that they do that Jonan yeah, does? Yeah. I, yeah, not as like closely, um, but I did watch the Invader Zim movie on Netflix in- which just came which like came out last year right it, yeah it came out 20 like august 2019 yeah um i watched it i liked i was like this is very silly but it's invaders M. it's supposed to be um so i liked that and i think i like followed him on twitter mm-hmm. um because like i had a crush on this guy i, I as a as a 10 year old who did not realize that she was interested in a woman I had a crush on this man only because I was like oh my god he made like my favorite show like I'm wow we like must be meant to be um but and he's like 17 years older than me but I that's fine age is just a number it's just a number it's fine um but yeah I like so like I like yeah I had never like met him I would watch like interviews with him because there was a few interviews of him online and like there was one that was uh there was one that was like uh, written and I would like read that a lot. I followed him recently on like Twitter and this was around the time where everyone was uh, talking about JK Rowling or Rowling, however. Oh yeah, and, being like, transphobic being, like, or whatever. Yeah, like, oh, like Harry Potter, like, wow, I really like Harry Potter, but now the like creator sucks. And um, what Jonan Vasquez did is he designed masks that had like, like this was during the pandemic. Um, that had like Black Lives Matter on it. And he was like selling them. And he was like, yeah, a part of all the proceeds will like go to like Black Lives Matter organization or bail fund. And I was like, oh, my childhood idol is woke. Sorry about y'all Harry Potter fans. But Jordan Vasquez is out here doing the work and supporting Black Lives Matter. That's cool. Yeah. And I think it's kind of cool that like on some level, what that came out in 2001 so like 20 years later you're still kind of interested in something that you were interested in as a kid yeah I uh I I have not uh I have not emotionally aged since I was nine no that's not what I'm trying to say I'm just (laughs) saying that like I know know. you Um, like wormed your way into light like it's not like you yes you still like Invader Zim but like you found a way to like other things from that creator yes yeah yeah um, and like he's directed episodes of like other cartoons, um, uh, and he's like written for other things. There, I do want to try to get my hands on the Invaders M comic book because that's been running for, since like 2015, and I think that's oh. like where he probably gets most yeah. of his like money now. Um, but yeah, like people buy it, uh, yeah. and yeah, so like he's still he's like he and obviously you know um, Netflix picked up uh was invaders in for the reboot so um oh, wait they're rebooting it that like actually happened or like uh, i guess it's not full they picked it up for the like tv movie the okay. of the tv movie uh, okay. like that's that's like i know every like i know rocco's modern life also got a reboot and uh, it was fine it was you know it was yeah it wasn't great i did like that they made uh i forgot her new name I do do like that they had a trans character and like oh yeah like everyone was like so accepting it was like Rocco Rocco is the best trans ally <laughs> compared to the way everyone else reacts oh to man people. Rocco did great Rocco was like yeah this is your new name thanks so like oh like you're doing great you know you're doing a great job I do think a lot of those early 90s animations have such like cult followings that yeah. Definitely. It's not surprising that like Rocco's Modern Life got a reboot and Invader Zim's kind of getting a reboot. I'm sure there are others as well. Oh yeah. Missing. Um, they're doing, here's one, here's, it's not quite a reboot. Um, so Powerpuff Girls got a reboot. Oh, they're like, doing like a lot. Are they doing a live action? They're doing a gritty live action version of the Powerpuff Girls. Why? sounds absurd, but I will watch it. It's like the Powerpuff Girls are 20 or like t- mid mid to late 20s they're depressed they are tired of saving the world like buttercup is probably going to have to like go to a cvs for plan b because her like shitty boyfriend jizzed in her and i want to see it i want to see it it's gonna is it a show or is it a movie it's 
I've heard it was a live action show. Okay. I think it's a show. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's a show. It's interesting. Cause like I could see it doing well, or I could see it doing what happened with, I don't know. The Rugrats had that, that show after the, oh, I ignored one, that. which I thought was weird. Yeah. I didn't like that, but um, it could be good. It can be. I think it, it will, might be tacky. I feel like it's probably mostly going to be tacky, but I will still probably watch it because I think, I just think the premise is so ridiculous. It is a little weird. It is a little, yeah, it's a little weird. And like, yeah. who's going to play, how are they going to get that live action? Who's that like evil guy? Oh, Mojo Jojo? Yeah. I'm not sure how they're going like, to do that. How are they going to do that? I feel like at least one of them is going to be mixed race. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like the Sabrina reboot where like one of them's going to be mixed race and like one of them has to make out with a girl or like have a relationship with a girl at some I like obviously it would be Buttercup but maybe they'll be like, "Oh, let's like mix things up and make it blossom." Like, no, make it Buttercup. Buttercup was obviously the dyke. Uh, and <laughs> You're like um, reading the dynamic of this show. This is obvious. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, there's a part of me that's like the same way I wanted to watch. I want to watch Sex in the City too, because I know it will be really bad. It's the same interest I have in the Powerpuff Girls. Well, and that might be a reason that the Powerpuff Girls, did I just call them the wrong thing? Did the powder just... puff yeah my dad used to say that all the time he was like the powder puff girls right and I'm yeah like, it's power puff right yeah yeah <laughs> I'm getting power puff and powder puff confused because I always compared the powder puff football games in high school to the power puff girl I am wait there's a powder puff football I've never heard of that we had a game between the juniors and senior girls called the powder puff football game once a year. I was not okay. allowed to partake most likely because I probably would have gotten like a concussion or something. Oh no! <laughs> but anyway, I think that the show will be watched. The power puff girls show will be watched because people are going to want to watch it for the same reason you're going to watch it is they want to see a burning fight, like the burning garbage. Yeah. Um, like that's why Emily and Paris got renewed for another season. Yeah, because everyone who watched it was like, "This show is so stupid." Like they were like, "The show is so stupid that it got such good ratings." Like that's how we're gonna. That's what's gonna happen to TV. TV is gonna get so tacky, and people are gonna watch it just to watch it badly. It's unfold. already tacky. Like oh I feel God, like the Big Bang I mean, there's theory. like a. There's like a Riverdale reboot, like a gritty Riverdale reboot. There's the gritty Sabrina, which like I oh. watched the gritty Sabrina and I was like, why doesn't the cat talk? Like, no, we need a talking cat. Like the original sitcom, I, not the original, the nineties. I have like mixed feeling. I like the Sabrina reboot, but it is totally different than the original, which I think is so good. Yeah. And like, it's probably good to like get new audiences on and stuff. I feel like there's probably way less of a difference between the like 1960s Sabrina, which like, I, I forgot whether it was a show, a show and a comic book or just a comic. Um, but I, don't know. I think it was just a comic, but I don't know. Okay. I might be wrong. Um, oh, wait, in the 70s, it was a TV series. So like oh, the yeah, 70s yeah. TV series and the 1996 TV series were probably yeah. way more similar in tone than, than this one yeah but this one um, got canceled like I think it's done after the current season yeah it is and I heard it ended on like a weird note yeah which is like like no one told me to do that um yeah. but like speaking of Powerpuff Girls so not only is there a gritty Powerpuff Girls reboot but they rebooted the um cartoon in 2016 and it was not good like they I watched rebooted the cartoon when they did rebooted- they yeah, um, I saw a few episodes. It was really weird. Oh, it ended recently. Like they really kept it going. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. They they got mostly new uh, like voice over actors. Yeah, I just I didn't really get it. And like they slightly changed the character design, but like not that much. It was it was just weird. I would I don't know. It's just like we should just watch the original. 
because that reboot came out out like less than 20 years after the original one yeah and i also have to say every time i google one of these shows there's a weird question that comes up with it and so this one says is buttercup a boy (laughs) no she's gay buttercup's gay and it just says buttercup is a five-year-old girl who shares the same height and shape as her sisters (laughs) it's just so weird i don't get these questions (laughs) but i uh but it is funny seeing what people search um but yeah i like i feel like i wonder if the classic bubble uh powerpuff girls is on hulu it probably is it is yeah okay that's good okay so pro and that tip one to lasted six seasons like it's a pretty good show i yeah, would watch I would, it i would actually probably watch it now yeah i would watch it i mean i still watch cartoons um regularly that's my okay that's, so if we're talking about animation that you want there was a show you brought up in the group chat recently that i had never heard of that you were very excited that it came back what show was it i don't even know it was like it wasn't bojack it was was it close funny. enough I don't know. It was something that I was like, I feel like I'm totally missed out on a part of some big part of my life. You were talking about it like pretty passionately too. What show was it? Oh my God. I don't even, I don't even remember. It was in the group chat. Yeah. But there was only like one season of it or something. Was it? Oh, Tuka and Birdie. It was Tuka and Birdie. No, no, no. Was it like the something Academy? The, uh, what? Oh my God. I don't remember. it wasn't Tuca and Birdie. I don't think so. And no, it wasn't, wasn't that. It was something else. It was like, obviously not the Umbrella Academy. It was some other show. I can't remember. Ugh, it's going to destroy me. I'm going to search Academy cartoon. Or it, it was like not about- Police Academy. I would no. not stand. No. It was about high school or something. Maybe it was. I don't Clone know. High. Clone yes. High. Yes. Clone High. Okay. Clone High. It is okay. That's the one reboot I'm actually excited for, because uh, Clone Guy is fucking good. And it's wait, are like, you saying Clone High or Clone Guy? Clone High, Clone, Clone, as in clones, like Dolly the Sheep High, as in as high in, school. Aha. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, I heard Clone High, and then I heard Clone Guy, and I was like, what? <laughs> cloning a guy um clone high is good it was actually made so i could talk a little bit about the history of clone high let's hear it it. uh it was made by the same people who made scrubs uh so they made scrubs and then they later made uh spider-man intro into the spider-verse which is also really good animation that's a really good yeah that um but clone high is a very silly animated show uh about um uh, a bunch of clones of important historical figures. Why have I never watched this Bro- show? It, it came It came out, I think around the time I was nine. I think it first came out in like 2001, 2002. Um, it was on MTV. Maybe uh, that's why I wasn't allowed to watch MTV as a kid. Yeah, that's probably it. It was, so it was kind of geared towards being a, um, a like 2002, satire. yeah. Yes, yeah. So it was geared towards being a satire of a lot of like teen drama shows like Dawson's Creek and like 90210. So like, so like watching it, like before I watched it, I was like, oh, it's funny, like Joan of Arc. But like now I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, like I get why they're being so dramatic about this. And like, there's a dramatic love track, but like, it's funny, it's humorous. Um, And part of the reason why it was canceled is because there's a character who is a clone of Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. uh, And in this show in clone high he's portrayed as like a party guy who like just is just like trying to like put his face in some boobs and like be popular and well known and uh um the government of india got upset (laughs) oh my god the government of india got upset and like got the show canceled yes actually i don't know if it was the government or like a bunch of like people in india who were like oh we need to you know we need to like make sure that there's this but um yeah they uh, uh couldn't they have just like killed him off in the show and moved on well, like he was he was a i feel like he was a pretty important character honestly oh. I, bring, I i hope that um he's brought back yeah it was okay wait yeah it was 150 pro- it wasn't even that many people it was 150 protesters which That's like it? doesn't sound i mean in india india has like three times our population i'm very 
they must have had other reasons that they canceled the show and they just used that as the main reason um hmm. i think it was so like no I'm, I'm you're right it, it does it say it was 150 protesters mostly people in government because like i there's like oh there was a Gandhi ho- is kind of a mix he's uh, not like universally revered like i think people think in india um uh but they yeah. held a um, hunger strike over this show yeah and it's like whatever um that's insane um so i have to watch it it's on amazon prime i'm gonna use my friend's password thanks Corey, and watch it (laughs) it's also on cbs all access which is also really good i think it has uh Rocco's Modern Life their original not the Netflix reboot and it has like a lot of like 90s Nickelodeon shit so you should watch that too yeah okay so I have to ask because I feel like you brought this up a few I last time I saw you in person I was (laughs) helping I was helping you move I think I think that's the last time we saw each other in person and then there was a pool party right oh yeah there was a yeah 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 that's right then we had that well, it wasn't a pool party. It was a socially distanced gathering yeah, okay. of if five people, people. If people want to come for us, let's see. Okay, it was literally five. It was like five or six of us outside around a pool during the summer when case rates were even lower. Yeah, we, it, so it was, was fine. Like, we're, we're, we're covered. None of us have COVID. Yeah, like I don't think anyone got COVID from that event. No. Like it was, it was not like I was like wilding out in a Miami club yeah. as like case rates are rocketing. No. So. Um, but I feel like at one point when we were talking over the summer, you had mentioned that, do you draw, like, were you trying to get back into, like, do you do animation yourself or stuff like that? I was trying to get back into cartooning, which like, so like make, I guess like cartooning is kind of the equivalent of like making comic strips. Yeah. Um, which is like a little different from animation because animation, you have to draw it over and over again. Yeah. But I feel like it's relevant because you did like some of that comic strip stuff and whatnot as a kid yeah um I was trying to get back into it I have failed but I did buy the materials so that I could get started whenever I want but you know yeah um, you're halfway there you just have to put pencil to paper or whatever yeah and like life is happening like we're we're about to have climate collapse like why like it's fine yeah like texas is gonna recede and move up to the north of the united states it's fine yeah there's it's there's a lot going on um but yeah i was trying to get back into it because it was something i did really like doing as a kid um so did you do that as a kid because you sorry I cut you off but because oh, no. you liked all those shows and stuff like that or? I think that was part of it like I I would like trace Invader Zim characters and there was like a little bit where I was really good at drawing like Invader Zim and like Dib and Gur from scratch um mm-hmm. or like scratch like you know like it was yeah like I just did it um but yeah I like part of it was like me really admiring like uh how just like the cartoons I watched and like I also remember when I was younger I got a book about like the Rugrats like okay how, like how the work that went into making the Rugrats and in the end like in the last part of the book they went through like all the work it takes to put an episode on air wow and, that, and it's like a lot of work because like you have to people have to write the script then you have to get the voice actors to like read the lines then you have to like actually animate it but that like involves literally drawing thousands and thousands of drawings over and over again and this is like back in the day when before there was a lot of computer animation so like yeah. right now if you watch a lot of animated shows they probably do have help with computer computer animation that makes it easier but back in the day like there I do like the like 90s kind of computer animation and you probably if you compare like an old Simpsons episode to a more recent one you could see a difference right oh for sure um, and with like drawing, you have to like, you know, make sure there's no mistakes. You have to like make, there, there's like a group of people hired to make sure the lips are like forming the right sound. Words and sounds, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have to like color it and then you have to like make sure there are no mistakes. And actually I completely forgot like storyboarding, which like, that's when you were it's like- It's a process, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so like there was a part of me that's like, oh, like, it's so cool to work on cartoons. Um, so I was like trying to get into like 
cartoons and comic books and I like did it way more when I was younger and I still had hope um but uh and I was trying to get back into it because I was like might be cool to do and then I I haven't but yeah I don't blame I do you voice acting yeah that's cool yeah would you ever try to like write or produce an animated show yeah I would be I would love to also I'd love to write for animation I'd love to or like yeah animation I'd love to like do voice acting um I have a fancy microphone if anyone needs any proof Um, oh yeah and uh yeah I'd love to do like anything kind of involved I like I'm not that good at drawing because I hadn't done it in it takes a long time to like get back into that stuff I think yes yeah um so like I mean storyboarding is cool I probably would not be like if I wanted to be able to storyboard in 10 years I need to start drawing literally right now um yeah but yeah it's it's just a cool process and there's a lot of cool cartoons out there we didn't even get into anime like I'm not I'm not we haven't even gotten into that yeah but anime is also a whole other and also yeah there's just like lots of different cartoons all over the place I mostly know American ones obviously but yeah well we are um coming to the end of our episode here kendra where can our listeners find you so i am on instagram and twitter as at bossy underscore dossy that's bossy as in uh your boss dossy as in my uh last name um and there i tweet about things i do often tweet about cartoons sometimes i will have like hot voice acting takes like i believe the woman who does a voice for BMO and Adventure Time should get more voice acting work because she's really good at it. Hmm. Um, also, Ali Wong and Tiffany Haddish are surprisingly good voice actresses. Uh, who do I think? Oh, Jaden Smith is such a bad voice actor. Um, he could do whatever the fuck else he wants. He's, I'm sure he like brings a lot to the table in many other ways. Like obviously both of his parents are actors. Yeah. But- Neo Yokio was like his voice was not I know it was supposed to be deadpan but I was still like dude nah not good Um, it wasn't good to me um but yeah I have hot voice acting takes and animation takes um and yeah you could you follow me there you could try to start an argument with me or be like this this show you really like is trash you could tell me that I can attest to seeing many maybe not about animation but like I've seen public twitter threads that you've had about arguments yeah probably yeah I probably yeah I also argue with people about like socialism so just just like join on yeah whatever (laughs) all right you guys have been listening to another episode of the gimme podcast as I say every week you can find us wherever you found us so Spotify Stitcher Apple Google Pandora and don't forgive uh don't oh my god don't forgive us don't forget to give us a five-star rating um I still have some stickers that I'm happy to send out thanks everybody